It's the most wonderful time of the year. Merry Christmas from all of us at News Radio WGNS. Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. We are broadcasting from the Middle Tennessee Electric Studios, supplying power to the station's 328-foot tower in downtown Murfreesboro and keeping your home warm on this chilly day. MTE serving to make life better since 1936. And uh, I I tell you, Tammy Sharp is uh, a trooper for coming in this morning from the north end of uh, Rutherford County, school board chairman. And uh, I'm going to talk about Rutherford County schools. And uh, I appreciate you making that long trek in. (laughs) Well, it's just a short um, straight line from uh, Laverne to Murfreesboro. And I told you I was going to be here, yeah. provided uh, the roads weren't too bad. And uh, I came straight in. Just took my time. You said that um, you had a little more snow in the north end than we did in Murfreesboro. It really is just a sheet, looks like a sheet of ice. Uh, when I came last night, I came in last night, it was about, oh, 7.30, and it was um, raining. Mm. And uh, by the time I got in and got settled and was going to go walk the dog, the winds had kicked up and it was sleeting. So uh, within like 10 or 15 minutes, it just turned. Yeah, it was it was wild. And um, you and I shared our um, dog stories, but uh, they don't necessarily like going outside in this stuff. No, they don't. They don't. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, well, a lot to kind of catch up with you about Uh, the first semester is in the books and winter break and uh, you know it's 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 been one of those first semesters that feels maybe more normal than we have had since before the pandemic I think it has I think we've ended on a great note Um, I think we rebounded well from COVID and um, our absenteeism rate has been low so low that we're really not reporting it on a daily basis Uh, we survived the flu season uh, fairly well Um, most of our absentee were rates were under nine percent not around nine percent ten percent um so we're, we're doing we're doing well we're doing well yeah i saw some of that information from uh james evans we actually ran a story about uh you know how flu really has not been one of those things that caused uh, terrible sicknesses in terms of being out of school and messing up with midterms and things like that so everybody got all that done and uh and first semester in the books yeah i think everybody's washing their hands more which is so important you know when you're out dealing with the public touching the handrails the doorknobs and things like that when there are a lot of people because you just don't think about it but Mm -hmm. i think people more cognizant now of just you know washing their hands well as much as we go to the high schools to do uh ball games and things of that nature the high school sports you, you know you see at every bathroom there's hand sanitizer lots of paper towels all of that stuff and so i think we kind of learned our lesson and, and we're now in the habit of always well there's yeah there's some germex <laughs> right here you know that's just a, a normal part of things so yeah. helps out with that well um last time we talked um we talked about the serious need for um, more classroom space and had just um, purchased some of those uh, portable classrooms. And, and I know that is just kind of a stopgap to, to try to figure it, out it what is. can we do here. It so is. any progress on, on school buildings, land, anything like that? Uh, we recently um, voted, it was the board's will, to um, go ahead and order the um, 
the geos for the Beatty property uh, and see what we come out with. Of course, it's Middle Tennessee. You know, you never know what kind of property you're going to get in Middle Tennessee just because of how it is. You know, it's rocky here in Middle Tennessee. So we've got that. Um, we did agree to a $76,000 per acre um, for that. Um, yeah, my opinion only, um, it's a lot of money for acreage. I feel like we are putting a lot of our money into one basket when we need so much more land and uh, we need to build more. Um, so, but we'll see what next year brings. We'll see what the geos bring and see if there's any um, negotiation room in there for that. So there's no doubt that we need the land. Um, our, our, half of our schools are at capacity or over capacity and people continue to move here there was another article just that passed the other day uh, about our school system and, and about Murfreesboro so the news is out and I mm -hmm. don't know I don't know how to stop it um, I mean we're still receiving students last I heard from Davidson County uh, on average one a day uh, because the tax rate is so high there they're able to sell their homes and get a lot of money for them and move here and get something similar and you know we've got a good school system and the taxes are lower and um there's still a part of us that's pretty rural here mm -hmm. so it's, it's a lot different from um last i heard two two million people in davidson county so um it's nice but uh somebody needs to close the gate <laughs> <laughs> because um, it's going to take us probably 10 years to catch up and building Oh, yeah. Uh, we um, we ran a story this week about Murfreesboro is the third largest boom town in the country. You know, that's out of every Murfreesboro, uh, number three in the country in terms of people moving in. And so that goes right along with that. And as a Rutherford County school board member in Rutherford County schools, you're you're mandated by state law that every child has to have a seat in the classroom correct and um we certainly don't want them coming in and you know pulling funds um another thing that we did this year was a salary study we talked about it um last the last meeting that we had last week on thursday i believe uh they gave the presentation so you can pull that up on youtube but um they literally went across the united states to find another district similar to ours so we can look at the, the job descriptions and the mm -hmm. pay and everything we are um either 92nd or 93rd largest school district in the united states wow in the united states so a top 100 school yes, system top 100 school system so even the company that um, did the the analysis was out of somewhere out of Florida. Um, it, their school system was not quite as large as ours. We have uh, Tammy Sharp with us, Rutherford County School Board Chairman today. You mentioned the the Beatty Farm and the land and the seventy six thousand dollars per acre. Now that Beatty Farm land is kind of in the Blackman area between Blackman and Stewart's Creek. And I guess that is really the hot zone in terms of where you need. So uh, is that why you're looking at that particular plot of land? That is that one, that area is because Blackman, but also on the North End, uh, the analysis that the enrol enrollment analysis that we had done is actually north of, I mean, it's just that whole West area mm -hmm. of Stewart's Creek, that side of the county, on, you know, from the North End all the way down to Blackman uh it's just uh, it, i don't know i don't know i don't know where they're putting these people but there's so many people uh from 
Walden Road, there's a new neighborhood that's come in behind. It's Walden Road and Stones River, I believe. Uh, it's the cut through back to Williamson County. Uh, they're putting a new neighborhood in back there. And, and there's another one coming on Walden Road. So um, I just saw from the minutes of the BOMA uh, board and alderman of Laverne, there's another like 300 houses that are coming in. I mean, they're wow. just coming in up there by the hundreds. So... Um, We've got to get some more property on the north end, and uh, because we've got those three high schools, we really need another. We we need need at least another high school, like now. Um, Smyrna and Riverdale, the annexes, the the plans have been approved and everything. We're waiting for the final uh, cost from the architects, and then our county commissioners will be going to the bond market on that. So they're hoping to get three, um, Smyrna. Riverdale and Oakland I don't know I think there was a gentleman's agreement with the the prior county commissioners of 137 million um I personally don't think that's going to get three of them um I think it might get two of them but you know prices are fluctuating the the market's a little bit better as far as uh, getting supplies um but that's that's what we're looking at now as far as the annexes and that would make those campuses probably some of the largest in the state for sure for sure um i mean rockville right now we're looking at an enrollment of 2500 and we've already got i think six to ten portables out there now i mean i went out for homecoming uh for the homecoming game and the, the portables are right there when you turn in yeah. and it's just like oh my gosh this when i first beautiful was, brand new school yes yeah. when i was first <laughs> elected it was one of the um first appearances i made uh was to for the ribbon cutting and i'm like oh my gosh i just can't believe and they're nowhere near capacity out there i mean there's still a lot of room a lot of land for building mm-hmm. yeah uh, and one thing that we know for sure wherever you build a school neighborhoods grow up around them they every will come. time yeah, you they know will come. and that's and that's what we saw at at rockvale and explosive growth at rockvale middle school and i know that that addition is close to being done or is done it's done it is it's, done it's okay done. yeah it's done so i i was um at representative sparks uh, mother's wake yesterday and I, I i forgive me i forget the gentleman's name but he was from cud and he said tammy he said y'all need to really you know buy property or build where the infrastructure is already there and i said we um, we can't we can't wait that i mean you look at stewart's creek my son was at stewart's creek and there's around you know the perimeter of that mm-hmm. is still a two lane you know the infrastructure is still not there even though the campus is large and, and we're busting at the seams that we the county hasn't been able to catch up and enlarge those roads there so i mean if we had to wait for the infrastructure for the roads there's there's just we would never build anything well and the amount of land that you need to build a campus um i mean you're talking about large parcels of property and there just aren't as many of those as maybe there were 10 years ago either they're, they're not i mean i'd hoped um that some because of the economy there might be some that would shake out between now um and and sometime next year but just like we talked about before the rockiness and the you know the mm-hmm. wetlands and things like that you might could find one that's that large but being able to use that whole piece is, is something that we've not been able to and quite honestly the will of the board now is we we've been talking um when we go with the larger campuses or the larger schools, um, it just lends to other problems in the school system. 
discipline problems and you know it's just you just have to have so much administration to cover 2,500 kids um, so we're really looking at going back to a smaller campus and I know everybody's gonna say you're gonna have to build more um, but if we're going to go to a smaller campus, we can find the smaller. I believe we'll find the smaller pieces of property mm-hmm. for that. And um, there's property that was already purchased across from Walter Hill School, I believe. That yes, the farm, Matthews property. The, the Matthews, Matthews property. And um, but so you've got that particular parcel of land, but your your needs really for another high school are in in West Murfreesboro. Yes. And in the in the north north kind of um, east end, um, if we can get something uh, in Smyrna, uh, can, they can pull some of the stuff east, mm-hmm. pull some of the school's students east. Although they don't like to go across the twenty four, um, you know, w- I mean, we would love something like that's near the um, sportsplex that's coming in, something that's centra- centrally located down there in that area. Because Seagull is not at capacity, and that area is already densely populated, and we don't ever see it being over capacity. Um, so I, we just need, we need, we need land and some more, some and, more buildings. And yeah. lots of money to build yeah. buildings yeah. and annexes and things of that nature. I mean, it, it's, it's going to be a costly endeavor. It is. And someone said, you know, Tammy, your problems aren't anything that money won't solve. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, you look at the economy. I look at me being a single parent. I mean, my son's 22 now. Um, and the downturn in the economy, I see it in retail. I work retail during Christmas. Um, so, you know, that's something that I always want to look at and make sure that we spend our money um, efficiently and um, cor- correctly. Well, uh, we've got Tammy Sharp here. She is Rutherford County School Board Chairman. I, I did want to touch on um, a couple of additional things here. Um, you, you, I, I believe that you told, said to go back and look at the uh, the meeting YouTube meeting and whatnot, but uh, wasn't there some discussion on uh, employee bonuses or something of that nature? Yes. Um, for for classified hourly. Yes, okay. I believe it was the EAs. They're going to have two two bonuses. Um, we couldn't give it to them at one time, so we broke it up. But the way that we um, did that is that they only it will not affect them tax wise okay it's hard and that's why yeah. we that's why we looked at it that because we could have kind of spread it out but then there would be tax each time and then it, it just would kind of negate really us giving us the bonuses there was but, so much extra work during the pandemic that they did and they were just troopers couldn't got have gotten through without oh them. absolutely not absolutely not and that was one of the reasons for the salary study because you know we are like we said a large district now but we've been operating as a small district and it's kind of one of the those things it's like you're in the middle of the the hurricane and you're getting everything done uh but once the hurricane passes over you have to kind of look back and see okay this is where we need to catch up and make up and make sure you know that it's equitable for everyone because i I don't know why i mean i've been in the private business industry and we always have raises every year you may get a two percent you may get a five percent but there's raises every year and to me when i heard some of our staff was not getting raises every year that the, there was a pay schedule it's like well this is crazy you know that uh, 
you lose a lot of knowledge uh, and depth in your employees when they leave to go for, you know, another dollar here or another dollar there. And it really co- uh, costs you more in the long run. So, And um, you have to be competitive with the counties around absolutely, us. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Because Davidson County just really picked our carcass uh, because they were given like $10,000 more um per year salaries for some of our teachers and uh i, I have to give it to dr sullivan and the central office staff we we have really i feel like done some ingenious things to keep our our teachers our seasoned teachers and we're going to continue to look at things like that and that's one of the reasons that we did the salary study tammy one more thing and and we're running short on time but i, I did want to make sure we we brought this up i, I know the school board Dr. Sullivan, everybody is is really looking at, um, you know, this third grade retention law that that was a new law that was passed. And there may be some changes with that coming. But um, I I think some parents are just scared of what could happen with this. Uh, Any thoughts, anything you'd like to to tell those parents? Sure. Um, And, and, you know, anytime that the legislature does something, there's all uh, automatically automatically something you know that's like pulling the leg out from under a stool you've got to you've got to adjust I do think our legislators were um, honest in trying to help us do something with the, the learning loss and I don't think after speaking to Dr. Sullivan and Dr. Chastain we did speak about this on probably Tuesday night of uh, our school board meeting um We'll probably have a minimum of about 200 students, was what Dr. Chessane said, that would probably apply to this. There's there's five to seven caveats if they go to summer school, if they have a tutor, if they're progressing any, and the teacher um, feels like that they're progressing, they can uh, obviously pass them. Uh, you know, we're not in there just to hold people back, um, but as a parent and i'm going to get political here you know uh the bush administration put in um no child left behind and i just think that was devastating to our children um because we couldn't fail them and parents have asked us for years to be able to hold their children back and you know i go back to parents rights and say that's let's do this but then you know you look at the school system and we get dinged for their graduation rates or their absenteeism rates there's always you know like i said when you pull that stool that leg um but it needs to we need to look at that child and see can they read if they can't read that's going to affect their entire life that's going to affect their destiny and they'll be behind every yes. year from then yes. on yes yeah. and like i said you know you can teach someone a skill set but if they can't read to change that skill set they're always going to be obliged to someone else to help them learn another skill set or something like that and i think it's just it goes back to fundamental if our children can read they can do a whole lot of, of anything that they want to do and and honestly you're talking about maybe one extra year and if that helps them stay at or even above grade level by the time they uh you know have that skill set down it's going to be so much better for them and their the rest of their life instead of struggling in school year after year i think it's easier when they're younger because the you know the other students aren't looking to see what class they're in or what grade they're in they don't really care they just want to be friends um i held my son back and it really sets them up because then they're then they're older they're more mature in their class and i think it sets them up to be a leader because they are older and the, the maturity level is there um in the classroom when they are held back so um 
I, I think it's better like than what you said than struggling and um you know wishing that they would have held them back because let me tell you my son's 22 and i feel like it was just yesterday when i had him those 12 years in school they just fly by so they they, do they just fly by (laughs) i mean i just can't i have friends that have uh littles and we've got some school board members that have littles and it's just like enjoy it while you can because it just flies by so quickly well, Tammy, it's been uh, wonderful having you here. I, I do thank you so much for coming in. I think it's important to uh, get the message out to our listeners that uh, the school board is working really hard and hope you have a very Merry Christmas and a happy 2023. I'm sure we'll see you soon in the next few months. I'm looking forward to it. Merry Christmas and happy Hanukkah. All right. That is Tammy Sharp joining us today. She is uh, Rutherford County School Board. And if you would like to uh, listen back to the program, all you have to do is go to WGNSRadio.com, tap on Podcast and Rutherford Issues, and you can listen back there anytime, any day.